Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Everyone, Lolita Sherelle, a.k.a. Lo here. How are you? Goodness, we have about four months remaining in the 2014 year. Wow, where has this year gone? Uh, Hopefully you have been doing very well this year. Uh, You guys have been very successful. You're making profits. Again, if you're not, why not? What are you doing? Do you need to stop and make adjustments in your business? Do you need to educate yourself more? Do you need to network more? You have to ask yourself these questions as an entrepreneur. Um, I have a very special guest that's going to be on the call with me uh, today. I can't wait to talk to him and interview him and pick his brain, none other than Mr. Dennis Anderson. I'm going to introduce him and tell you a little bit more about him here shortly, but I just want to get everybody up to speed on what's been going on uh, since the uh, the last episode, the interview. Um, The book signing that we had uh, was was wonderful. It turned out great. Everyone that came out to the Tower Club in Dallas, Texas, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was uh, August the second. I really appreciate it. We have about had about forty people that came. They purchased books, and I had a chance to network and share uh, with, with a lot of different people that came out and supported. I really want to thank you all uh, for supporting. And for those of you that didn't get a chance to make it but have purchased the book. Uh, 21 Steps on How to Take Action and Get Results in Real Estate. Thank you so much. It has uh, reached up to number three on the bestsellers list on Amazon, so I am truly grateful uh, for that. So that lets me know that that people have been buying it, and um, hopefully they're excited and sharing it with others. And also, uh, I wanted to remind you all about the, the last TAW live event, Take Action Wholesaling live event we're having September 26th and 27th uh, in Irving, Texas. It's still not too late right now to go ahead and sign up and register. Uh, We're going to have a great time. It's Friday. We're going to have a VIP networking from 6 to 10. 
You're going to hang out with me and network with other real estate professionals and people I do business with and other people. I got one guy that's coming in from Quebec. How cool is that? So uh, we got people that's coming in uh, from other areas of the United States and as well as obviously local uh, local attendees that will be in. Uh, but please register for that event. We had such a fantastic time in May. And a few of the attendees that walked away from the event have closed deals for the first time. And it's, it's just a good thing. So if you're interested in learning how to wholesale successfully and set up your wholesale real estate investing business online, this is the event. You can simply go to my site, lolitasharal.com, for more information. And now that I've gotten that out of the way, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my guest. His name is Mr. Dennis Anderson. He is a man of God, proud and active father of three positive young men, and an amazing little girl, entrepreneur, and community leader. Dennis is the president and CEO of Overbrook Homes, LLC, a real estate investment development company based out of Omaha, Nebraska, and Sterling & Company, a real estate investing coaching company. He also serves on the board of directors for Omaha 100 and is vice president of the board for Black Men United. Dennis has served as a member and a former chairman of the Emerging Leaders uh, Empowerment Network. Dennis is also a member of the Greater Omaha Young Professionals Council and was also named president of the Omaha for Obama 2012 campaign effort in Omaha. Unquestionably, Dennis is a man of strong moral and social convictions and donates his talents and abilities to the Omaha community where he works tirelessly to advance economic and social justice, poverty and elimination, and family uh, uh, strength in families. So without any other delay, I would like to welcome Mr. Dennis Anderson. Dennis, you there? I am. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so awesome. much for taking time to, to talk with, with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Not a problem at all. So let's go ahead and get started, Dennis. Let's dig in. Now, how did you get okay. started as an entrepreneur? Um, I got started. I've always had the entrepreneurial bug since I was I was younger. I would do little businesses here and there, but ultimately, um, my grandparents being in real estate and, and having properties and flipping houses and renting out houses, that's something that I had started to take an interest in. So it was really just a natural progression of just coming from seeing them and what they do and just wanting to do the same thing um, with a little bit of spin to it as far as wholesaling when I got, you know, when I got to do my thing. So that's really where it came from. Fantastic. Now, did you have any savings of capital when you first started? You know what? I, I put my company together in, like, stages, and we're actually going through a whole rebranding thing now. But originally, I just had, you know, whenever I was working full-time um, at, at a bank, at Bank of the West. So I would, you know, take each each paycheck and put money towards marketing and, you know, whatever else I needed to do, and then once I started doing deals and once they started to become consistent, then I was able to, to do more. And then I was able to, you know, get partners and get more into, you know, not only wholesaling, but, of course, doing the, the fix and flips as well. So it really was just in stages that I had to, to build uh, build the company. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I'm definitely going to ask you a few questions about uh Fixing, fixing and flipping, because I know that awesome. there's, there's uh, listeners that definitely want to know more about that, including myself. Um, now, let me ask you, did you have a mentor when you first got started? I'm assuming you said your grandparents pretty much kind of 
it gave right. you that entrepreneurial, you know, boost. What, would you mm-hmm. consider them your mentors? Um, mentors, I mean, as far as just watching, they, I mean, we really didn't have too, too, too many conversations as far as, like, me jumping into the business and getting into the business. So just watching them, I was able to pick up some things. But when I started in wholesaling, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a mentor. I would kind of just hop on and, and watch videos and pick things out from here and there. Um, and one of my friends, Kenny Rushing, was actually the first, some of the first videos that I watched as far as getting into wholesaling. Everything else was just kind of like a self-learn and, and self-taught. You know, I'd maybe read some e-books here and there, watch some videos, but a lot of what I've done has just been self-taught. Whenever I'd pick up something, I'd go out and apply it. I'd go out and do it. That was very important to me. I didn't just want to retain that information and sit on it. I wanted to, you know, go out and apply it and see if I could make it work for me. Oh, my God. I absolutely love that because that is pretty much the foundation of what I teach. Take yes. action. Whatever you learn, just move on it. Don't sit on it. Right. Yeah, don't sit on it. Don't question it too long. Just get out there and, and, and surely make it happen for yourself. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about fear. Now, did you mm-hmm. ever have a sense of fear, I guess, when you first started? You know, especially you said you were self-taught and you kind of just right. kind of took action and started doing what you learned. Did you really have any fear while you were going through the I, process? I did. Um, a fear of, you know, is this going to work or, you know, what am I doing? Am I going to be able to take a deal and go from A to Z? So there was definitely some fear there. You know, what would my my family say, I certainly have some family and friends, and some you know, some of us all do, to where they feel like, okay, maybe that's not the best move for you, or maybe you should stick to, you know, being employed and having a guaranteed income. You know, you have those out there, too. So that kind of fed, you know, into the, um, into the fear as well. So just really the fear of, you know, can I make this work? Can I do this long term? Or is this just going to be a, you know, one deal thing and then I'm done? So I really, really, really took that to heart, and I really wanted to push past that fear, which is important in this business. You cannot ride this business on fear. You have to really knock that stuff out and, you know, do what you set out to do. I know for me, I set out to build a great company, um, which is what I wanted to do, and help sellers and help buyers in, you know, their, their real estate investments or, you know, you know, making things happen with their property or now, you know, being able to do fix and flips and taking what was once just something run down and bring it back to where it needs to be. So you have to really push, you know, push past that fear and not ride this business on fear. It'll definitely take you where you need to go. So in, in speaking of, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, mm-hmm. buying, fixing, and flipping, because uh, I know that the profits can definitely be, you know, greater and more attractive right. on that side. What mm-hmm. triggered or what motivated you to from transition from the wholesaling aspect into uh, fixing and flipping? Um, I would say my good friend Chris Jefferson in uh, Richmond, Virginia. I had a meeting with him and Mike Nelson um, about a year ago, a year, year and a half ago. And just seeing his business model and what he you know, and what he's done, I came right back home to Omaha and just I got started and just you know just really jumped in and networked and talked with partners. Um, hard money was just you know, something that was kind of really, really expensive for me. So I went the private money route, not been doing that, and now getting into crowdfunding. But just in speaking with him, um, 
just really lit a fire that, okay, this is definitely what I want to transition the business into. I'll always be a wholesaler. I mean, that's, that's bread and butter. Those deals will, will always be there. But I definitely wanted to transition into something that was just more, that business to me, is just, that part of the business is just more fulfilling to me, you know, and it's just I, I love just taking a project from, you know, from that start to finish and then even seeing, you know, uh, a new family, you know, purchase that purchase that home and, and get into that home and, and see them happy. So that's that's where that started. Awesome. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And I want to ask you this, as far as buying, fixing, and flipping, how do you find your deals? Uh, we do. You we have realtors. Okay. We, we have realtors that we do. We do that. Um, of course, if we're just doing, um, I still do the whole driving for dollars thing. I mean, I'll find some of the best opportunities in doing driving for dollars, not just, you know, for wholesaling, but also looking for the whole fix and flip aspect as well. So realtors, um, you know, we I, I do use them. We do use them pretty heavy. So the realtors, driving for dollars, we'll do that. Of course, I'll hop online to see if I can find anything that way as well. Um, but those are the ways that I that I that I usually find deals. Perfect. Now, what kind of money source? I know you said that uh, you're not really a fan of hard money, but you mm-hmm. said private lenders. Um, yes. How, how do you approach trying to find a private lender for a deal? Um, well, my private lenders they actually started out as you know, of course, my buyers of my wholesale deals. Um, and one of the investment uh, website platforms that I use called Investor Carrot has in there a question that asks, okay, are you willing to lend on deals? And that question right there was just something that just really set everything off. Because now what, you know, we're purchasing my wholesale deals, okay, now I've got investors that will lend on on rehabs. So that worked out pretty well, and we still, you know, we still continue to do that to this day. So pitching them um, on any specific deal that I have, you know, I use Rehab Valuator that shoots out a report for me so I can go ahead and, you know, push that to the investors to see if it's a good enough deal for them to to make something happen with. Awesome. Great information. Um, mm-hmm. And on an example deal, if, if you find a, a, a private lender that said, yep, I'll go ahead and partner with you on this deal, how yes. do you normally structure it? Is it a 50-50 split between you and him based on all profits, or is it just negotiated? Yes, it's really just negotiated. Um, nine times out of ten, we're doing. You know, if they're putting up the the purchase, the purchase price, and also the rehab. Okay, we're splitting the deal fifty fifty. Regardless of how it goes, we're splitting the deal at the end once that property sells. We're splitting that down the middle of the profits fifty fifty is what we're doing. Uh, we've done before where I think we've done like twelve or fourteen uh, percent interest after six months or something something like that. I'm trying to remember the specifics of that deal, but we've done things like that, but typically we're splitting those profits 50-50 once that property sells. Awesome. That's great. Now, let me ask you this. What is your, when you're looking at a deal to to potentially um, buy, fix, and flip, what what is your your numbers or your profit margin minimum that you would need to make on, on this deal? Well, we'd like to be anywhere between 25 and 30. Um, thankfully, we've been able to, you know, be within that be within that realm um, anytime that we do a rehab. But that's really where we're looking to be, uh, especially here in Omaha. You know, I'm sure you know, and other markets are too. Three bedrooms are, you know, are, are hot and pretty popular. We're trying to get into 
um, you know, more of those areas of the city where there is a lot more development going, there's more things being built, that presents an opportunity for us as well. So we're always paying attention to what's around and, and, and what's going on. But really, you know, again, we like to be within between 25 to, to 30 uh, profit margin. I mean, if it's more, that's great. And certainly now that <laughs> right. we're looking to get into, right, you know, that's great. So now that we're looking to get more into higher end flips, in which um, that's starting to be a really big thing right now where people are just getting into more higher end. Um, a little bit more risky, but, again, the rewards can be can be greater. So we are taking a look at that as well. So let me go back a little bit. When you say you have a private lender, if you put up the purchase mm-hmm. price and the rehab, does that also in, in, in include, like, the holding costs? Because I know sometimes you can have... You can have a house right. sit for maybe a few months, or do you solely right. focus on properties where the, there's the days on the market are, are low, like 30 days or less? Yeah, um, when we do look at that, we do like to, you know, get those properties that are, you know, around the area that have low days on market. We do, but at the same time, you know, the thing, you know, things can happen, things can come up. So we are looking and, you know, including those those potential holding costs into um, into that uh, that proposal as well. So we want to really take it from from both fronts. Okay, if this property is going to go fast, or maybe the market's going to shift a little bit, maybe a little bit through rehab to where we may have to hold on to it for a little bit. So let's make sure that we have those costs just as a safety um, to make sure that we can carry this property through. Perfect. And in the event you have to hold on to a property, if you have, do you mm-hmm. do you refinance and just you know? Uh, and get permanent financing on it and just hold it? Or what, how, how do you handle that? Yeah, we do. Um, and we've had a couple that we've had to had to do that with where we just we automatically went ahead and just started to rent it out, um, which has, you know, worked out worked out pretty well for us. That's great. Eventually we were able to sell the one. One we're still holding on to um, as far as just, you know, just having it as a rental. So, you know, if we can't, Automatically get rid of that property. We're looking to put a renter in there just to get some, you know, just to get some cash flow coming through. Um, we will refinance. We will take a look at that. That opportunity presents itself, but the majority of the time, we're, you know, we're sticking a renter in there to to make something happen that way. And we haven't had an issue as far as when that property sells to a new buyer. They're completely fine and perfectly fine with you know it already being a rent ready property. So it's been good. Awesome. This is great. This, this, I'm, I'm so glad you're sharing this because I've, I've had several oh, yeah. several followers like, no, when are you going to do a show on actually buying, fixing, and flipping? So nice, <laughs> this, nice, good. This, yeah, this is great information. I actually, you know, I, we I purchased and uh, we fixed and you know we we hold. So we got several mm-hmm. rental properties, but I do have a uh, another partner and a couple other um, private lenders that are interested in buying, fixing, and flipping. We're actually looking for awesome. one now. But we're okay. being very particular. So this, yeah, this interview is being helpful for, for me. Great, but, um, good. <laughs> we're being very particular, you know, as far as what, and if the numbers don't quite, um, you know, are in our favor, because I, I think right. we use the rule of thumb of 25 to 30% profit margin as well. So when you share that, okay. it's confirmed. Yeah, you confirm that that's where we need to be, and that's okay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. What is the best way you would say for someone that's interested in in uh, fixing and flipping uh, to get started and, and kind of transfer um, from the whole wholesaler aspect? Yeah, yeah. With wholesaling, I mean, you're certainly learning the you know the the roots of the business. Um, you're learning a lot 
when you're you know when you're doing wholesaling. So of course, getting into fixing and flipping is really a good natural progression for that. And that you know there's some things that are different. So education is always key. Um, if you can you know afford to have a mentor, you know in that in, in being able to do it. I know I said you know, I didn't have one. I should have when I started out. But if you can you know get a mentor, definitely get one. I highly recommend that. Um, you know, but education is definitely key uh, to getting into this because you want to make sure that you have, um, you know, your knowledge base just needs to be really on point when you jump into doing rehabs because there's so many variables, there's so many things that can and sometimes will happen that you just really need to be on point so that you know what to do when those things come up. You know how to manage, you know, rehab effectively. You know how to, of course, run comps. You're doing that in you know, in, in wholesale and you're knowing how to hire contractors and work with contractors, what to do when those contractors don't perform, um, you know, what to do when you're holding on to that property. So I mean, there's a lot of different things that you need to know in, um, in basically the whole fix and flip side of the business. It can be a very rewarding uh, side of the business, and that's another reason why I love it. But there's a lot of different things that you have to watch out for, so you really have to educate yourself on that part of the business. If you have to go and, you know, watch videos, there's tons of videos out there on doing fix and flips and just kind of applying things. That's great. There's other different books and things out there as well that you can use. So educate yourself on that part of the business. Just don't, you know, hop into mm-hmm. it and say, oh, okay, I'm going to get in the, the fix and flip. No, be sure that that's the business model and, and, and the path that you want to take because it just takes that one time, you know, for you to, to make a mistake and you can lose your shirt. I've seen it happen, and it's just not. It's definitely not a not a good thing. So certainly Absolutely. educate yourself before getting into that. Yes, and I'm. It, it's nothing new that my listeners don't know. I always probably on each uh, interview, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always stating that educate yourself, get the information, yes. educate yourself. Yes. So, you know, so you'll eliminate, like you said, you'll eliminate, you know, the frustrations and the, you know, huge mistakes that, that, that could happen right. down the road. Don't do that. Right. As well as find key people, um, and I, I would say a power team uh, of other yeah. professional real estate investors in those areas where you're not good at, but they are, and they've proven themselves to be experts in it, whether it's a contract or whatever, that can help you. Um, and they can foresee maybe issues that you don't see, especially with a house. That's right. And estimating, right. And estimating repairs. And that's one thing I want to ask you, because uh, mm-hmm. I know I think that's a fear with a lot of people. It's just the repairs. I don't know how to estimate repairs. Yes. What if I estimate 30000 in the in the and the uh, actual repair estimate is it comes to 40000 just for unforeseen right. things, and that's a shot of potential to make a profit. Mm-hmm. How? if you have ever had to deal with that. Could could you talk a little bit about that and possibly how to avoid it? Yeah. Um, The best way that I've been able to do it is to, I mean, of course, always network and uh, become friends with contractors that can come in and help you out with repairs. I mean, they, with me, and this is just, you know, just my opinion, they know, of course, more, more of the business and what things cost as far as when it comes to doing rehabs. So I always have, you know, our our contractor come in and let us know, okay, what are we looking at for this? But for those who, you know, who don't have that, um, there's a couple of a couple of different sources that actually that I used to use. One, and I'm not too sure if they still have that on um, bigger pockets. There's like a form 
that you can actually pull off of there. I'm not too sure if it's still on there, and maybe I can, if you know, if we can set it up to where I can send that out to your uh, your listeners, I can do that. That's fine. But there's like a, sure. a form, you know, that you can fill out and go through as you're checking off things in the rehab, and it kind of gives you like industry standard cost, um, you know, that you can go through and, and check off as well. So that's been a good resource as well. Um, I know one thing I picked up from Daniel Wiafi, which actually worked out pretty good on, on one rehab that we did, um, was just the whole, you know, taking, I think it was like $8 times the square footage for minor repairs, um, $11 times the square footage for uh, moderate, and then 14 times the square footage for major. And that usually gives you a range of what you're looking for um, as far as things repair-wise. Of course, there's some variables in there, but it usually it gives you a pretty good range of where you were where you were looking at. And I think that last one we did that formula, I think we were like maybe 2,500 off, um, you know, from from actually where we were and what we needed. So it's, it can wow. work out pretty well like that. Um, the contractor, you know, finding, you know, one of those forms, which I'll be happy to provide an email out to anybody who wants that form, um, and then using that, you know, using that form as well. Oh, wonderful information. Wonderful. Now, awesome. I think that um, at this point, I do want to ask you, do you have any products that you'd like to share? And, of course, I'm going to provide your link and everything that people can sure. contact you uh, within the description of this interview. But mm-hmm. um, do you have any products? I know you have a coaching program. Talk a little bit about your coaching program and also provide where, where they can get more information. Sure, yeah, coaching program, um, it's really everything wholesaling from A to Z. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where, you know, students would like to learn about fix and flips, so I've added that as part of the program, too. Once they learn, you know, those those fundamentals of wholesaling, I just don't want to take them halfway through and, okay, we're jumping into to fix and flips. Um, so we really, it's, it's, it's one-on-one, one-on-one coaching sessions. I usually do them once or twice a week with students. Um, I make myself available to students 24 hours a day, six days a week. You know, they have my cell phone number. They can call at any time because I know, you know, if I'm if I'm not doing anything, most likely they're they're making something happen or they have a question. So it's like I really give them that access to me uh, to be able to answer any types of questions. So we go through the whole thing from you know starting out and building your brand. I'm very big on branding. So starting out yeah. and building your brand, your systems, your foundation how to market for motivated sellers, you know, buyers, negotiating that contract, talking to sellers, what to do on the appointments, and ultimately, you know, getting to the closing table. So we really have a well-rounded um, program as far as, as far as coaching, and I enjoy our students. We have a private Facebook group that everybody hops in to share strategies and does deals with each other and helps each other out. So I'm very proud of that as well. Everybody's in there just sharing things or sharing deals that they've done and What's working for them? So it's been it, it's been really great. We, we have a good time with it. That is fantastic. And Dennis, I just want to thank you um, so much for taking the time uh, to to share your knowledge and your experience. Um, some of the things you shared, I've I've learned, uh, and uh, we're right. going to continue to yeah. As as we look for our our flip here, um, I'm going to use this information probably go back to this interview awesome. <laughs> and okay. listen again. But everyone, yes, please make sure that you uh, visit Dennis's site. And Dennis, please give your site again. Um, It's actually with uh, our company website since we're going through rebranding. That's still being still being done. 
But you can actually just okay. visit us at uh, facebook.com slash overbrookhomes or um, my personal site is facebook.com backslash dsterling09 if you want to get a hold of me that way. Awesome. And, and Dennis, just make sure to provide those links, and I'll have them uh, in the Perfect. description. Okay. Everybody, you heard what he shared. Take action. Don't sit on it. Move. Move. And it's yes. always, I love everybody. You can do it. Keep moving. And make sure we got four months left out of this 2014 year. Make it count. Dennis, thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. Very welcome. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.